Hey, we want to thank our sponsor, Game Time. Look, you shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Jay, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. All you got to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CheapSeats. That's all one word for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code C-H-E-A-P-S-E-A-T-S for $20 off. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of View from the Cheap Seats, our look at the week in sports, a.k.a. the week in sports. And oh man, do we have a fantastic When you say the week in sports, you mean W-E-A-K. Yeah, oh yeah, the weakest stuff that happened in the world of sports this week, and we're going to get into all of that. But we have on the show today a, a new friend of ours who we met through our buddy Chris Metz, who was on last week. I love this dude so much. He feels like a brother of ours. Yes. Like he's in our family for years and years. Like the second we met him, I'm like, we've been friends for a long time, right? Like we've known each other for our entire life. And yet life. he grew up in South Central, big Dodgers fan, big Huge baseball Lakers card, fan, big baseball card collector. And his name we is get Alex. into all of it. Alex Thomas, he's amazing. And so he's our guest today on the show. And then uh, later we have a phenomenal voice. About who's, whose voicemail do we have this week? Aaron? Ozzy Gian. God. Damn it, mm-hmm. Ozzy again. It's so fun and so much fun. By the way, we just recorded the character episode that is going to come up at the end of the year. It is beginning of next year. It's the first of episode year. of 2024, and it, it is, is a banger. Incredible. Uh, and also, just to let you know, we've got Chet Waterhouse's year in review, and we've got the end of the year music uh, episode, episode heading into Christmas. Yep. So Great all that stuff on the docket. But first, let's talk about two things. One, we got to mention the Draymond punch, which he's now trying to say I was trying to sell a fl- like a flop. Is what by is, swinging your by arm swinging. and punching Nurkic in the face. I mean, by the way, Nurkic is got under his skin. He got, he kept grabbing him by the hip and got under his skin. You know, Draymond could have just turned around and been like said to the refs, like he's grabbing my hip right here. You got to call it on him. Instead, he turned and swung and almost and jacked him in the face. Yeah, and I this mean, is like. All right, how many times does this have to happen? It's a pattern of behavior. Third time he's been suspended in 23 games this year, which is more than I think he was suspended out all of last year. What is he's the next? He's tackled a guy. He's swung is, at a guy. He put, like, he put uh, Rudy Gobert in a headlock, which I'm actually on board with. We appreciate but, that. But, uh, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to him. And, and I, with Clay Thompson just falling off the, a cliff in terms of his production and who he is as a basketball player, and now you don't have Draymond, who is actually valuable to the team. I don't know how long he's going to get suspended for. I think he's, I think he's hurting his legacy. Yeah, he I, think he, just, he, I think, I think, I think he bro, was on the do, edge before. He's Rodmaning out. Yeah, just do the podcast. You're so good on the podcast. Just don't. Just anyway, I, I think, I think he's got to hang it up. But we got to talk about Shohei Otani, which is the biggest news ever. The fact that he now goes to the Dodgers. He. $700 million, which is insane money. But I look at it like, what was Babe Ruth paid? Like $100,000 back in like the 1920s I don't to know go if play that for the $700 million. I don't know, but you might be able to figure out a calculator. But that probably felt like $700 million back I'm in the gonna, day. I'm look it up. it up. But I mean, the idea that Shohei Otani is out of the witness protection program of the Los Angeles Angels of Southern California or whatever they're called and is now playing for the Dodgers, a team that has all the pieces to be great. Now, he's not going to pitch next year because of Tommy John surgery, but in two years, he's going to pitch. He's going to be with this team for 10 years. He's deferred his money. So Mets fans, tell him how it is paying Bobby Bonilla a million dollars every year. You're going to be paying this guy like $50 million every year for the rest of his life. But he brings so much. Like immediately all the jerseys sold out. I think you're going to have sellouts at all the games because people 
will engage with this dude. He's like a superhero. He is like Babe Ruth. We have not seen anything like him. There have been amazing players. Juan Soto to the Yankees is incredible. It's a wonderful thing. What was $100,000 back in the 1920s? $100,000 in 1920, they're saying is worth $1,570,354 okay. in 2023. Well, this is 700 times as much as that. And so, I mean, you're seeing what you're seeing is a generational talent doing something you've never seen before. My hope is that he stays healthy. I like that he's in L.A., so there's an opportunity for us to actually see him play, which would which is incredible. Mm-hmm. I think he has an opportunity to play deep in the postseason, which he didn't have with the Angels because they're an organization that sucks. And he, it's good for baseball because you want to have that a star that bright playing in October and possibly November and playing in a market where a lot of people are going to see it. This is. I, you know, for as much money, I'm like not It's an surprised. insane amount of money that makes you sick. And on it, on its surface, you go like, ooh, that's a mistake. And yet, when you really break down the economics of it, the amount of money he's bringing to the Dodgers, the amount of excitement he's bringing to this city, the possibility, the very real possibility that he could bring a championship. He could be the piece they needed. He could bring time. a couple. You know, again, I think about the Cardinals run from 2004 to 2014, where they were in four World Series. They won two, but they were in four. That is, and the the run that we enjoyed and appreciated at that time with Pujols there, and that was incredible. Yeah, that it was, was it, it was great for the city. And look, L.A. has been there a lot. They've won great regular season. I jokingly said to to Logic, who will be here, who's the biggest uh, Dodgers fan ever. I said, you you're now going to have an even better regular season. I mean, look, he. He could be the guy, and he could be the pitching piece. Okay, think about it this way. He throws 100 miles an hour. He was 10-5 and five last year. He was like 15 and, and, nine. S- and 9 the year before. He had over 200 strikeouts the year before. He is the type of guy that you could give him the ball and say, go win me a, a, a series game. Right. So, so, again, I think he is the kind of player, and you saw in the World Baseball Classic when he struck out Mike Trout, he is the kind of pitcher who, like you said, it can win you a World Series game. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need. That's what the Dodgers have been missing. They've been missing like two lights out starters that can win you four games in a series. Right. And they've had injuries and whatnot. But I mean, Clayton again, Kershaw, they hoped would be that guy. He wasn't that guy. He kind of in his Could Walker Bueller be that guy? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. Walker Bueller and Maybe. Shohei Otani yeah. in two years. Or Gonsolin or Dustin May. They're all on the team still. And there were some of them recovering from injury. But I'm telling you, I think this is great for baseball. Baseball could not be happier. It'd be like if LeBron went to the Knicks or he went to the Lakers. Lakers. It's good it's for business. Good. It's great. The Lakers win the in-season tournament. We'll talk about that with Alex Thomas. And it is great for the NBA. Not that you didn't want Indiana to win. I think Tyrese Halliburton is incredible. But LeBron winning with AD is like... That's a bigger story. Now people who aren't even baseball fans will be talking about baseball. And LeBron understands to be a good ambassador for the NBA. He is excited to have won this in-season thing, and it makes it a bigger deal. So that next year people will get more excited about the in-season tournament. They did a great job with it. But again, in the same way, Shohei Tani. And when LeBron retires, it's going to be all Shohei in in Los Angeles. He's going to be the biggest thing in L.A. He may make Los Angeles more of an international city than it already Look, is. And if we're lucky, maybe we get a good sushi restaurant. Maybe they That's open up point. a good sushi restaurant in, in LA. We'll see. I'm excited. I think this is incredible. Uh, let's take a break. We'll we come back. Long, awesome discussion with Alex Thomas and then some crazy quick hits. And then a voicemail from Ozzy Gann later. It's View from the Cheap Seats. Don't go anywhere. 
Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Oh, what a joy. I'm so stoked that this dude is on the show. We got to hang with him at our buddy Chris Spencer's show after being a fan of his. And the more we get to know this guy, the more we just love him. And the more we say like, <laughs> we're the you, same you, person, basically. You grew up in Inglewood. We grew up as as Jews in <laughs> outside Louis. of St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, I'm like, we're the same guy. Oh, Alex yeah. Thomas. Welcome. Alex Thank Thomas, you. man. Can welcome. I shake your hand? Of yeah, dude. Come, Come on, man. And I'm going to correct you on one thing, but everybody makes the mistake because it's real close. Yeah. So Chris Spencer, who happens to be one of my best friends, yeah. he's from Inglewood. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're not I'm from South Central. So it's, South almost, Central. it's almost like saying, we're both from L.A., but you grew up in Beverly Hills and he grew up in Culver City. It's still So tell LA. these dumb white people what's the difference between growing up in how, not, how can you make fun of a different him. neighborhood. How yeah. can you make fun of Chris because he grew up in Inglewood <laughs> and you grew up in South Central? Do you have more cred than Do him? Do you want me to be Get super say, honest with yes, this? Yes, please. No lies. No, no lies. No, no lies. No true. I have to almost use it as a New York. I'm going to go with New York first. So you okay. say New York. Yes. But we all know there's boroughs. There's Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Bronx. From the Brooklyn. Bronx, yes. From Manhattan. You're from the Harlem. So LA, South Central. You from Inglewood? You from yeah. Watts? Watts. From Compton? Yeah. You from, so same thing. So I'm South Central LA. Okay. He's Inglewood. And in our world, our generation, yeah. that's just long story short. Chris grew up a blood. I grew up a crip. Really? <laughs> Pretty much. He grew up in Inglewood, and Inglewood yeah. was all bloods. Wow. Where I grew up was all crips. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear red till I was thirty-five years old. That's out of and out of respect or I, fear? Fear and respect, both, kind of both. Both. But I, as crazy as I never got caught up in the gangs. Right. right? How? How? Because you were my funny. parents, no. funny, that has a lot. Funny has a lot to do with it. Quote a, a famous Richard Pryor quote. Not a lot so of... when Richard Pryor went to jail, <laughs> uh-huh. you remember one of his jokes was that he said, I kept them dudes laughing to keep their minds off the booty. That's yes. right. So his thing was, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll make them laugh, keep them from wanting to have sex with That's me. That's right. Uh-huh. And me, you kept them laugh just to stay out the game. Just so they wouldn't make me go on a drive-by. That's or right. So I didn't have to yes. you know, rob the liquor store with them or whatever. But my whole thing was, mm-hmm. my parents kept me so active yeah. and so busy that I didn't have time for crime. And they got you into like... Well, First you all, got into baseball cards. They this, got this you into where we bonded. Wait, 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 real quick. When I say time for crime, yeah, I mean the kids in the neighborhood. They wanted me to yeah, go on a drive by, but I couldn't. I was like, "What time are you guys doing a drive by?" <laughs> Let me like, see if I can like schedule. Eight o'clock. It. I'm like, "Damn, I have choir rehearsal." You know? <laughs> You're going through your planner, right, right, right. And, and guys, day, can you push it like, to nine like, thirty? Guys, no. I can do a drive by. He's Thursday at four. I can, can you do, do it Thursday, Thursday from right. 4 to 4.15. Right. To me, that would be a hilarious right. sketch. Just a bunch in 86, 86, 86. Just a bunch of dudes in just with Trying their planners to get you being like, the, oh, dude, I can't do four on Thursday. Right. Can we do Friday at three? I got basketball. I can't. You hit it on the nose because uh-huh. the next day they wanted me to rob a liquor store mm-hmm. with them. And I was like, what time? And they're like, one o'clock. I'm like, damn, I have soccer practice. <laughs> I'm swamped. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm packed in. I mean, right, right, let's right. talk about about early spring, maybe. Yeah, right, Let's right. get a, I mean. Any in <laughs> so, you know, I thank my parents for that to keep me out of it. But yeah, where man. we grew up, it was, I thank them so much because I was the only white, the black kid in an all white private school. I know. So you to went keep to keep me away. So then you went to, which is crazy, which is like, 
again, I think it speaks to your ability to sort of relate to all people. Absolutely. It gave you that sort of pathway. I mean, white people, Jay and I were at this show because you were at this show. We right, talked right, about right, it with right, Spencer right. last week on right, the show. Right. It was one of my favorite experiences yeah. being on an all black show with mostly an all black audience. There was right, maybe right. like two other white people right, in the right, audience. Right. You were the minorities. We, we were, were the, the minorities. <laughs> the to- and we just, I loved it. And the, what I came away from it, I'm like, listen, black people have struggled in this country and in this world, period. Yeah. But I was watching everybody. I'm like, black people have fun in a way that white people don't have fun. They were laughing. You said it. They were laughing. So, so black people need to, because white people are about to get their comeuppance for a while. They need Black people need to, like, coach white people Can how to have a, fun when their times are shitty. A black, different worlds, black teachers teaching black pe- white people how to have fun when times are shitty. You got to be able would, to laugh. And I would teach that class. Yes. Be, because here's the number the one best. thing about black people and just minorities in general. Mm-hmm. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. If it's funny, it's funny. One thing about blacks and minorities, we are not... And never have been politically correct. I know. No. When I do an all-white comedy room, right? Say I do uh, Comedy Magic Club and sure. uh, Hermosa Beach, Hermosa right, Beach right. right? I can tell the crowd is overthinking everything that's coming you up. You hear They're every analyzing. butthole shrink up. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Can he say that? that so what can he say that? Or, is what they're so what they're saying is, can he say that? And then the next thing they're saying is, can I laugh at that? Exactly. Black, black people don't care. They're just like, they it's don't funny. give a fuck. Is, is it funny? Is it funny? Is Let's it go. Funny? And they don't take it personal. No. Black people walk into a comedy club going, man, motherfucker, just make me laugh. That's yep. it. I had a hard ass day. I spent $30 on these tickets. Make me laugh. Yep. White people are like, let's see what he's going to say. Right. And let's see if we agree with it. So it's a different. Because if not, I'm writing a letter <laughs> right. or an email. Right. I'm going to write a to the very <laughs> strongly worded oh, missive. I'm going to send it up. kill <laughs> yeah, them with know. these Twitter fingers. <laughs> you know so, what I mean? But I mean, it's, it's, it is an interesting uh, dichotomy, both those things and right. we got to experience it and love I mean just loved it had the best and time. you guys killed by thank the way you. oh and had I it, was there and had a great time I watched out. it but it was ha- my first time seeing you guys live so that's great. I've seen you do what you do for yeah. years yeah but I was like one thing I loved about you so much is and I told you earlier you were just yourself yeah you just got up there and what you don't <clears throat> understand we want that yeah, of course. We, we don't want you to try to be something you're not. Right. We the crowd would have been like, if you had been up there and try to act black, Mm-mm. either you're saying I'm about to do an impression, or and, or you're or not just, being truthful to who you are. True. That's it. We all know. It, I mean, I could take the blackest dude I know, mm-hmm. and he knows kind of like what a white guy acts like. Yes. Right. I mean, listen well, to it on to every you. on every rap album, the sketch in between. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, it is kind of funny, but I'm just like that is. But but you're right. You gotta. You really. Ha- it it was a very important lesson in just be yeah. who you are. Be who you are in every scenario and every situation. And and then also there's um there are a million connections. So I'll take it to sports because yeah. this is a sports show. Absolutely. We're sitting backstage. We're talking to you about. Baseball card collecting, which you... How did that come up? I, 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 how did we start talking about baseball cards? Because I think we were talking about old Cardinals teams. Like, who, you, who is your team? And you, you, used to, you knew so many and We're like, Cardinals. how do you know... How do you know early 80s, 80s Cardinals? 80s. You grew up in LA, and you're like, I had everybody's baseball card. And I knew everything. And, and we started getting And then you started cards. telling the story, and I'm going to let you tell it, about what your baseball card collection meant to you in oh, terms of your clothes. You. That was your stash. That was my bank account. That, right? Yes. That was like... People the, don't... 
understand. <laughs> I basically didn't understand at 14 years old. I had a $100,000 bank account that it, I knew nothing about. That right. was just sitting in books that were sitting binders. In books and, that's right. Till I realized I can turn that into cash. And I'm be honest with you, growing up in South Central in the 80s, my age, you were either you were either trying to play sports to get out the hood. That's right. Or you were selling drugs to try to stay out the hood mm-hmm. or you went again. Yeah. Why in my case I collected baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Thank God for being the only black kid in an all-white private school because yes. all the kids did it. Right? right, right. But when I got deep into it and I started having price guides, yeah. and I started realizing how price much guide. everything was. <laughs> yes. And like I was telling you, uh, in the 80s, there was this famous um, card store, card right? store on Robertson mm-hmm. and Wilshire in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did cards for cash. So, so, you, so you, saw, you saw a dude at school. You're like, I love his outfit. Man, everything that came I'm going to give you a quick one. When Guess first came out. Yes, yes of course. And you guys remember when um, Guess? Yes, of course, It man. was high end. It was like you were the cool kid if uh-huh. you had Guess. But a Guess outfit Expensive. from the Beverly Center was about $200. I had yes. a lot of money in My 1984. That, no right? way. So I ours. literally was like, how much is it? $200? Uh-huh. Okay, and I'm going to go to Westwood this weekend on a little date on the bus. Uh-huh. So I'm going to need an extra $50. I'm like, you know what? That's a Pete Rose, a Dusty Baker, <laughs> and an Ozzie Smith rookie. And I literally would take the cards to, to Robertson. The store, go to Robertson, and they would give me, what, $300 cash. I was like... Oh, Boom. this is like the dope game. I mean, I wanted a brand new bike. I'm it, like, that's it's a real legal. <laughs> it's the legal. A Roy Campanella and a Duke Snyder. I mean, you're driving into Brooklyn Dodgers <laughs> to get that bike. You're going back when the Dodgers weren't even here. It was my hustle. Yeah, yes. that's how I got bikes. Yeah. People thought that my my family had money, mm-hmm. or I was slanging dope. Slang and yeah, doing dope. Yeah, yeah. But the, the black kids, since I got teased so much, I got teased so much from black kids uh-huh. because you gotta understand. I was so deep in the hood yeah. that the bus from my private school wouldn't, wouldn't even go that come far. Pick me up. You had to go farther you had to go out. to get to the bus. Just to give you a good idea, you guys been to USC games? Yes. Yeah. So that's close to the area I grew up in. So yeah, my parents yeah. we've been down Daniel so Foshe. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking I know that Vermont, area. Figueroa, yes, yes. Arlington, Jefferson, yes. right? So my parents had to drive me to Pico and Robertson. God my damn. God. Five minutes from my school. that was yeah. smack dab middle of Beverly Hills. Shout just out so to Berkeley could, Hall. Yes. Just so you guys know, to all the superstars kids go there. Yeah. Now, I was the first black kid in 1976. I mean. I was the inaugural Negro. Oh, Thank my you. God. <laughs> they should put. Uh, 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 you were uh, the inaugural. In- <laughs> inaugural. Hey, hey, right, 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 right. So long story short, man, uh, they had to take me to that school. Yeah. To go, that, take you to the bus. Drive you to the bus. To the bus. Visual I know. Yeah. Of how deep in the hood went. But these kids, remember, their parents, their granddads were handing them their cards. Yeah, oh, my God. And the kid. Sometimes didn't know how much everything was worth. Sure. I knew how much. Because remember, you guys had baseball cards. Yeah. Right? Yes. You so we traded for free. Yes. You traded for free. So the kid may not have known. I was like, yo, if I can get three mint condition Pete Roses. Uh-huh. Rookies. I, rookies. Yeah. I have a price guide. That's yeah. right. You know I know that shit at that time, like five, six hundred dollars. The kid was like, but I like I like Ron Say or I like Ron Gidry or Goose Gosses. I'm like, take it. No, take, take it. it. Yes. Take it. Fine. I'm about to make money. That's right. And so you were doing but everybody was served in that situation, meaning the kid who wanted those other cards exactly. got those cards. Exactly. And then you got the ones that were gonna help you do the things you wanted to do. I was thinking money. They so weren't you, thinking that. They were thinking fun. 
They were thinking, because you're not going to think about it. They're straight. They got money. Fandom. Yeah. They were thinking fandom They're thinking also. fandom. I'm which, thinking, how which, can I get out my mama's house? It's yeah. true. <laughs> but also, which, but also you were, you loved it too. And you loved it in the way that oh, we yeah. understood because, oh, yeah. so you told us that story about like seeing a guy's outfit and being like, all right, I got to go get this. Uh, so when I don't even know if we told you We this never story. told you this, but I was like, I love this guy. This is where I was like, we are the same person. Right, so right, right. we were driving our parents. We never got a car. We were driving our mom's Pontiac 6000 LE. And this was the type of car it was. It was an LE, which was fine, but right. it had an STE dashboard. They fucked up and gave it an STE <laughs> dashboard. So it was a better dashboard right. than and a what, shitty car. Than a shittier uh, car. So we had this car and we're driving around. And I don't know. I was making, I tried to make a U-turn. And I didn't realize there was a small like median. curb in the median. Right, like, right, And right. I went up over it and just How nipped. old were you? We were 16, 16 years oh, okay, old. So okay. dumb. You're a new driver. Right, You're right, you don't right. understand this shit. Right. So I'm going over the median and I just nail the oil can gas in oh, underneath wow. and it starts leaking and there's a light and there's a problem. The muffler, I think you found. Right, muffler. Right, right. So we go to a store. We go to a mechanic, mechanic to get yeah. it fixed. What city is this again? St. Louis. St. Louis. Okay. Go to a mechanic and get it fixed. And, and try not to tell our parents right, so right, hot, right. because we didn't want to ask them for the money. How do we get it done now? How do we pay for it? We right. sold our baseball cards at a store to get the money, $600 to go pay for this thing to get we done. We really do have I a told you, I, man. I told that's you. Crazy. And so I was like, the, uh, no, but for way. us, so it's slightly different, a quarter right. turn. The difference for us was we were like, what cards are we willing to part with? Exactly. So we're like, okay. We now, gotta keep the Ricky Henderson rookie. We have to. We gotta keep the Dale Murphy rookie, Ooh, which Dale was Murphy, a number three. We had to keep. And that. he also played with Bob Horner. I Bob know Horner, Horner who warning trash Tower. Al Herbowski. Al Herbowski played for the Cardinals. The, the Mad, Mad Hungarian. Hungarian. Come on, man. Just, come on, dude. Are we you know. You dude, know. It, it, how many people are you gonna be able to relate I mean, to like this, dude? This it, is what I'm saying. If how, there was a pitcher today who psyched himself up like Al Herbowski did behind the mound, you know, he did it. Back to the thing and then Yes. If someone did that today, he'd be the best. He'd be hilarious. They had more personality in sports back then. They did. Because and there was no politically correct. They said what the hell they wanted. I Take know. somebody like Billy Martin and those kind of I guys mean, that didn't give a fuck. That, that series, the, that, uh, that I guess it was a 30 for 30. Or no, maybe it was yeah. just, uh, uh, it was the civil, the uncivil war. Right, the right, 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 Dodgers-Yankees, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is right in your zone. And for us, too, I remember all that, too. The 77-78 Dodgers. I can name the entire. I know you can. Can. 77 can we name, can we I'm talking people in the bullpen. I know, uh, right? Who can That's we how name, far man? back I am. On the Dodgers, Ron Say, Bill Russell, Davey Lopes, Steve Garvey, Jaeger was the catcher, Dusty Baker in the You're outfield, Rick Monday. Rick Monday. In the outfield. You forgot about our pitcher, Don Sutton. Don, Don Sutton was you a pitcher. forgot about Don Drysdale. Jerry Royster. No, Don Drysdale. Was already gone. 50, Jerry 60. Royster. Jerry Royster. Uh, I can keep going. Uh, Jerry Royce. Jerry Royce. Jerry Royce. Uh, we had a guy Steve Howe. Manny Moda. Manny Moda. Steve Howe was a rookie. That year, um, who else can I name? I can name back Reggie Smith. Reggie, Reggie Smith was a hell of a player. He was a hell of a player. Pedro Guerrero. Pedro Guerrero was our guy because he went then went came to the Cardinals in '84, exactly, and so exactly. he was like he was the guy to, that kind of helped us. Right. I love that player, and that was like right. one of the big blockbuster. Tri- when we got right. when we got. Pedro Guerrero and Jack Clark, which I know you Jack hate Jack Clark, Clark because he the, with the Giants, he with the, the Giants, and when in the Cardinals, he hit that home run that knocked the Dodgers out. It like is yesterday. So wait, I, I was so into put it this way, I was so into baseball. Yeah, that like we're talking when cable hadn't really hit the way it did. Yeah. So Vince Scully was everything to us. Of course. So I remember my parents like I, they don't care what was going on in the game. Nine o'clock is your bedtime. 
I had to go to, let, let's say it was about to be like a 10th inning. Right. Two on, you know, two strikes. Get to bed. Go to bed. Uh-huh. I had a radio. Of course you did. On my bed. Of course. Just so I could hear the last, what was going to happen. And like, you had to play it so low that they couldn't hear it, but only you could hear it. You're basically just. like I'm there. It's right. It's so right. we, so we were, we went to a summer camp all the way, all the way north in the northern tip of Wisconsin. All uh, right. Canadian Just border. like 10 oh, miles wow. below the Canadian border. Okay. And KMOX was who broadcasted all the St. Louis, Louis games. Right, and right, just right. like Vince Gully, we had Jack Buck, who was Jack Buck. amazing. And he called, I, I mean, Jack, Jack Buck, Buck called the Kirk Gibson home run. Jack I don't, Buck, man. You, I I could, you could argue that his call of, of Kirk Gibson's home runs, I don't, I don't believe what I just saw. I don't believe what I just saw. You can't lie with that. That's a good one. That and the Kirby Puckett home run in 1994, uh, we we'll will see, see you tomorrow run. night, Come which on. his son then later, Joe went, Buck, re, redid in 2011 when Freeze hit the home run and brought the Kirk Right, 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 right. Uh, Those are iconic moments. So, so we were up in Wisconsin and like, you know, f- the reason there are so many Cardinals fans in the Midwest is that there aren't a lot of teams. There aren't a lot of teams. And you're living in Arkansas and the signal from KMOX radio is so strong. It's the strongest signal. You can pick it's it like up 11, So they're either Cubs or St. Louis fans in the Midwest. Right. If you're right. down uh, below kind of Memphis and Louisville Tennessee, and then, yeah, exactly, all you're that. all Cardinals. Arkansas, yeah, it's Cardinals. all Cardinals. Okay. So, so we're up at the top at the Canadian border and we right. got a camp radio station that's 200 yards away from our cabin right. and it's getting three bars on our little radio from the signal. X gets four bars. So we're listening to Cardinals games wow. at camp over the summer and yeah, I mean for us like our dad you know, he worked two jobs and he right, would be right, showing right, right. house. He was at a regular job and then he was like selling real estate and he would take us to the showing of a house and we would sit in the car in the driveway listening to Cardinals games. Just See, that, 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 that was, that, those are real fans. Those are a lot. I mean, that's all we had. That's what we had. Yeah, and that's all we had. So did, you I, go to, did you go to games ever? Did I? Did you go so, to the bleachers? You sit in the bleachers? You go to like. I sat everywhere. You sat everywhere. Because there was somebody in my family that had a little bit of money. Yeah. And that was my dad's dad, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. He was actually an insurance salesman. So okay. he was and like. he had Dodger tickets. season tickets. So as a Amazing. child, because I'm, I'm the, I have four brothers. Right. I'm the oldest. I'm the only one that got to experience. Mm-hmm. The games. Really going to the games. And like, again, being a fanatic. And then loving these players. And then I collect baseball cards. I was also into memorabilia. But we're just talking about cards right Right, now. That's the guy I am. But something I want to say off of what you said earlier when you guys had to sell your baseball collection. Yeah, yeah. Was, were you done or did you continue on? So we, we continued kept. on a little bit more. That's the difference between so we me and you. we continue on a little bit more. So my thing was, I'm now 21 years old. Yeah, and you're like... I'm about to get in this entertainment business Right, shit. you're like, I can't... This shit is no longer cool. Right, I can't And I didn't go... I went to college for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so college didn't work out for me and I never had a job. So you're like, I'm going to go into What comedy. am I going to do? So you and sold it. I got kicked out of my house from my parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I got to be on my own. Mm-hmm. I got to get a house. I mean, I got to get somewhere to live. Somewhere to live. Yeah. And I need a car, man. So in 1990, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. Yeah. In 1990, mm-hmm. I sold my complete. Amazing. Uh, my everything. Complete everything. My to collection. Who? To uh, that store? To that store. Damn. And, and to, uh, to people I knew yeah. to get my first apartment and my first car. I mean, it was $8,700. Amazing. So I bought a, a 1989 Ford Escort GT. God used, bless it. And I bought an apartment in Marina Del Rey. It's amazing. And, that, and it was literally, I'm done. And that week, that week was the week I went on a stage 
at, you know, open mics, mm-hmm. started doing stand up, and amazing. I was like, I, it's, I, I gotta, it's done. I oh. love the connection though that that brought you. I mean, right now, as you're wearing your Lakers gear, because I'm Lakers, in LA, and the the 24 way. 7, and the the 365, <laughs> and twice on Sunday. A R I S T, in season tournament, the Lakers win the inaugural. LeBron said no one else can claim the first one. No one else can claim the first one. You guys got it. Here's my thing to talk shit back to anybody that wants to talk shit. That's right. Let's hear it. It's like this, dude. You know, uh-huh. uh, it's just in season. Uh, I liked play. it, man. Here's my whole thing. Everybody in that league mm-hmm. that has millions of dollars that wants to win something, mm-hmm. they all wanted it too. Yes. So don't try to downgrade. So let's just name a couple of the top guys. Yeah. You don't think Philly wanted that? They wanted that. You don't think that. Golden State wanted that? They wanted it. You don't it. think Milwaukee wanted that? I know. You don't think Miami wanted that? They so wanted it. shut the hell up. I agree, trying man. Trying to downgrade <laughs> that we want. No, yes. It's it's. Not the end of the season. It's no. not the and NBA yes, Finals, but it is a tournament. Do you hang the banner? Yes. Absolutely. Hang the banner. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. no. I yes, you do. You. I'll stop you there. You want to hang Because here's where I come in Too to many rest banners, in right? peace. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And Kobe Bryant said this. This came out of his mouth. He goes, we don't hang conference uh, banners. <laughs> we don't, that's hang like second. hanging second place. That's like saying, hey, but we did good last night. No, 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 no. We do one banner and one banner only. We still have work to do. We still have work to do. So don't get me wrong. It's almost like saying, you know, you won last night. You still can can party and go have a drink. You're not saying it's the end, but damn it, you came this far. Yeah. It feels good to win, and it gives us confidence yes. that we can beat any team in this league. Hey, they wanted five hundred thousand dollars a piece on Thursday too. I know, so, so we got it. The the way that Anthony Davis played, forty one points. And that you, dude, and was. you think about LeBron and him, and you go, okay, if they can find this and have so what this I love about it, need him to be healthy, you guys. Healthy. His knees are made of glass, <laughs> so okay, got to rest. His him. knees are made of fine china. I know. Fine china. Don't, don't. <laughs> I don't want him jumping more than this, right? Look at this. If you can see, that's that's. What, but I mean, it. What was interesting? What I loved about the makeup of the tournament, because a lot of times in the end of the year, the the NBA tournament and finals or playoffs and finals you basically in a seven game series the best players rise to the top it's Period. hard i mean miami's run be, yeah. uh, being an eight seed and making yeah. it all the way to the finals yeah. that doesn't happen like you remember right. when we were younger uh golden state with baron davis did it once to they the mavericks won, to the mavericks they won one series as an eight seed and we were like you're never gonna see this again and all those years that golden state was dominant you're like no we know who's gonna be if in the finals if it was that easy People would have been doing it continuously. Right. So they got to give the respect for the people. Like as much as they want to say about LeBron, at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. I can really go deep into my feelings about mm-hmm. that. But a winner is a winner. A win is a win. And however you do it, everybody's got different ways. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm from the old school. Mm-hmm. I love that Kobe played 20 years with one team. I, I love, love Mag- it. Larry Bird would have never said, "Oh, I can't beat the Bulls." So let me go there. Join next the year. Bulls. No, we don't do that. You hear that, KD? <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> but this generation, hey man, he did it in a new way. He did it. Well, I'm gonna go to this team. I'm gonna go to the team. At the end of the day, you're still counting up your rings. It's just how you went about it. So he, People so LeBron, so, so LeBron. Le- but you think about LeBron. Yeah, he's from Cleveland. 
I look at him going to Miami for those four or five years, four years, mm-hmm. as like he never went to college. That was like him going to college. Yeah. So imagine if he went to Duke, where he was heavily recruited, and yeah. they win three national championships, go to the Final Four four yeah. times and wins two. Right. He went four times in the finals, hey, and they won two. Remember at the beginning when he was went out in that, he and Dwayne Wade, and they were like, and Chris Bosh, we're not going to win one. Yeah, we're not going to win two. And he got so much shit for it. But hey, by the way. did it. He almost did it. He made it to like 13 of them and he won four of them. It's like, come on. I totally agree. And it's almost it's like saying this, man. Let's just be winning. We're all human. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. Yes. Nobody's perfect. So, would Reach you not for the it. guy Reach that's for been it. married three times but he's still successful? And then you get a guy that, hey man, I've been with the same girls since I was sixth grade and we did 49 years. Okay. You, you hated her. Them both. <laughs> yeah, but you hated her. Right, right, right. But you, two different ways That's about right. it. Like if you told me right now yeah, that you've it. been married four times, yes. but I... I just met you, but you, you're a cool-ass dude. You ain't did shit wrong to nobody. You have a yeah. great family. Good I can't, can't knock fault you yeah. just because I've been with my wife since kindergarten. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just you went about it differently. So that's the part I'm not mad at LeBron at. People fight me on that. So, but here's why LeBron's so great. Number one, he came into the league with so many expectations. As an 18-year-old, that's exactly it would have broken other people. That exactly. level of expectation. Look at Zion Williamson and the level of expectations on that dude right now and how it is affecting his brain. So, no, no, no. Being sponsored by Burger King uh, and to, that enchiladas. Is, that is, is that's is, not great. You gotta start sponsoring him with like <laughs> Jenny, Jenny Craig. Jenny <laughs> Craig. Wait, that watches. dude lost weight. Yeah. Okay. If you I'm would, Jenny Craig, you reach out to him right now. No, no. As the owner of the uh, the Pelicans, yeah. you would think we just put X amount of billions into this guy. I know. Let's make a trainer live with this. Of course, of let, course. Let, let Whole Foods be his sponsor. Thank you. And, oh, and, and we could play them. Pick. Ozempic. Say it again. Get Ozempic. It's, Get him on board. On Ozempic. But I mean, you, so you think about what LeBron had to do, and then. Cleveland never had a championship. We were just in Cleveland doing comedy at yeah. Hilarities, which is, yeah. I love that club. Shout out to Cleveland. I love Shout Cleveland. out to Cleveland. Love Cleveland. Great but audience. they still think of that as LeBron City because he brought a chip to him. And he's so from there. He's from, from there. there. Yeah. He, so not only he brings a, a championship to his hometown, which mm-hmm. they never had, okay? He right, takes right. them to the finals a couple times so right. that the team is successful. He then goes to Miami and wins, goes to four and wins two. Then he comes to the Lakers, storied organization with players like Magic and Kareem and Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq, and he becomes a Lakers favorite. Like, Lakers fans love love LeBron. And I'm not even going to lie, and I'm going to say this, and you're going to get this on camera. Um, I'm personally friends with the family. Okay, good. My my daughter and Zuri Uh are best friends. Great. Great. Uh, My wife and Savannah, best friends. Great. I I love, me and LeBron have been friends a long ass time. I love it. But I... I, I can back up what I'm going to say so nobody can be like, right. I can't believe he said that. I never liked that dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I didn't like that dude? Why? Because he played on the opposite team right. of the, the Lakers. Right. Okay. Lakers. So who was my who was my favorite? Well, well my favorite, obviously, uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Kobe Bryant, and of, of course, course, before him, Magic was my idol. And of course. I, like I said, I'm L.A. everything. But I respected him. Right. Respected his game. Of course. I just, of course, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. You didn't like I him because he's, like like he's on the opposite team. I didn't like him because he's on the opposite team. So my wife, we get in arguments now. <laughs> so she's like, the first thing I'm going to tell you is now that he comes to L.A., mm-hmm. 
you yeah. better not spend one fucking penny on his shoes. <laughs> Blam! Blam! <laughs> You're like, I can't help it. Wait, can they get He's, that? Yeah, yes. they, go, they, got, they got it. My got wife it. almost divorced me <laughs> because, because you, I bought She's like, you were the biggest LeBron hater ever. You didn't even like him. He's on How our you team gonna, now. I said, what team's he play on now? He's on our team now. He's our Lakers. guy. Okay, so guess what? Am he, I? You're did a I fan. ever switch from being a Laker fan? You're a fan. I want my team to win. <laughs> He's he's friends of the family now. But he doesn't. And the shit matches my house. Thank you. And, and by the way, he doesn't feel like a rented guy here. He feels no, like he's part home. of the. He feels like. And this he is. Belongs. To his credit. Exactly. He is. He's that good that he can overcome. Because I remember when Carl Malone came here and Gary Payton came here. And that were, was literally. The and a shout out. I never was really close to Carl, but Gary's one of my real good friends. I mean, he, uh, they were at the end of their career, right? It wasn't like they were the superstars. This I, dude, it was Joe left, Montana on the Chiefs. It's like who remembers that? Nobody going. remembers. Who remembers Jordan on the Wizards? You uh, get what I'm saying? You don't. No, you think of Jordan going. as a bull, but. This is a testament to LeBron. That's so what I'm saying. The like, production, the production he is he is got at this age with this team, the milestones he's reached with the Lakers make him part of your. Now let's let's let me add to what you just Anyone. said. Remember, not he's truly different than any NBA player we've ever seen. Right. right. So not only did he come to LA and just kind of just immediately fit in. Remember, outside of basketball, he's an entertainer. That's it. He right. has his best friend Production is companies. one of the best agents. That's Hollywood. Yeah. He, they have, you know, he's he's uh, produced 10 movies. So many shows. You know what I mean? Reality Hill Entertainment. Shows, That's right. Undisputed, all that stuff that he's got going on, L.A. is the perfect fit. And it he's building a billion-dollar home here. So I mean, listen, it's the last stop. <laughs> I, I I have so much respect for him and what, he's been able, and what he's been able to and achieve. And it's funny because Randy and I were talking about Jordan. You know the stories about Jordan. We know that he was hard to get along with, you know, mm-hmm. that he was I mean, look at how many people spoke up for him during the last dance and yeah. like those things. I'm like, he is, does not have a lot of friends. Right, or that like, I you have the guy who you beat out, who beat you out in high school, introduced you at your Hall of Fame ceremony. I'm like, where are your, where are your NBA friends? But <laughs> right, 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 it should have right, been right, someone you know. Right, so right. any Le- of those. So NBA. the right. thing we've always said about LeBron is the, the thing that made Michael Jordan just this stone cold killer and is the thing that made him probably not have a good life outside mm-hmm. of basketball beyond that. LeBron feels like he has a more of a balanced life. life. Balanced life. He's got a family. family. He's got kids he's connected to. He he's does got stuff outside of basketball that he likes school, and is passionate school, about. School, yeah, yeah, the yeah, entertainment yeah. stuff, yeah. all the things, wife, family, all the stuff this that he's going to mean he's going to have a better life after Post NBA. He's got, he's set up for a full life where he, he at least can oh, go absolutely. Into these so, Oh, no, no. They both set their families up for life. It's just two different ways to go. But we got to almost say, and I always got to say this, man, this is just for the real sports fans. We always talk about Jordan, mm-hmm. but rest in peace. We always leave Bill Russell out of it. Uh, dude, Let's I'm just a be huge honest. Bill Russell Let's just fan. be honest. That's 13 rings, more rings than fingers. Right. But we don't have to even if get we all into to, that. Because I love people, the people who make the Jordan argument say he has six rings. Yeah. And you say to yourself, okay, but. I mean, Robert Ory has six. I, no, Robert has seven. seven. Yes, Excuse absolutely. me, seven. So, yeah, yeah. But, but Bill Russell, Bill Russell was, was, Bill Russell came out when Wilt, when Wilt was playing. Of and course. Wilt was unstoppable. Wilt was the force. Everyone's Remember, like, no Bill was stop. first, and then Wilt, Wilt came. Wilt came out. right after. Bill, Wilt, Wilt was the, the only guy to, 
got a second come along that can even stand up and, and guard him and go back to back. Man, one was 6'11, Bill was 6'11, and Will was, was seven. seven. So, you know what I mean? It was the first time that you had oh, we two. got another seven foot uh, black man, yeah. and then boom, then Kareem came around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. But I got to say something since we're talking about errors, right? You got to also think about LeBron is the newest. The freshest right. of the newest era of social media. I and know. Stardom. And, All the other and, things he had to deal 21 with. 21 years. You got to think about it. The guys from our generations, the Larry Birds, the Magics, the 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 the, the, uh, the the George, they maxed out 14, 15 years. So these guys are not only getting more years, mm-hmm. they're getting a lot more money, a lot more shit outside of, of the course. court. You know what I mean? But they got to manage their image because everyone's got a phone and everyone's got a camera. On, and you man. better be as clean as you can. I mean, the fact. So the yeah. fact that LeBron has stayed scandal oh, free absolutely. all this time, we need to even say that. Commend him on that. But yes. I'm going to say this because something else happened this week. And we what? talked about it at the top of the show. But, like, let's talk about this dude that happened to your beloved team. The fact that Shohei Otani, who, in my opinion, is like Babe Ruth, is now. So when LeBron retires, which will happen in the near future, yeah, probably yeah. a couple years, two, 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 two years, years right? Years. Shohei Otani is going to be here for the next 10 years. He immediately becomes the biggest athlete in Los Angeles. And he is, to me, one of the most fun players. Like, uh, for, he will make the Dodgers lovable to people who didn't like the Dodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he, if you like the Dodgers, oh my God, how happy, like how happy are you this in your week house? that he signed the here? The minute that they announced it. Mm-hmm. No, no. Not just like, I, I want to say it's believed that before the dude sat down, they had already sold out the jersey. Oh, yep. yeah. They're very smart. It's yeah. a business at the end of the day. Yeah. Let's also be, let's also let this be known. There's a huge Asian community yes. in Los Angeles. Absolutely. Yes. Them people could sell out the stadium. Alone. They could say it's Asian night. Right. And they don't let nobody white or black or Mexican in there. But the, and they could sell it out on their own. But the Easy. Dodgers are have had a history of doing that. You oh, I'm sure you saw Fernando on, pitch. When Fernando I was I, was, I, I, I was about to say that. But yeah, Fernando Mania. So but they took an international guy like Fernando yeah. and made him who he and was. Let's now be he honest, and they pulled uh, tons LA's of, aka Mexico. It right? is. Okay. So like, shout out to all of my Latina and Latino right? brothers. Hey, man, they we're showed very up. mixed here. They showed up they showed in 82, up. 81, they up. 82, and then His jersey's still selling. Still, dude, he's amazing. Still. Hideo Nomo had that run where you're oh, like, same dude, this guy is incredible. So, And they've just, Yasiel Puig. Forget about where we he is now, but like on. the years of Yasiel Puig. So to me, what's incredible is that Shohei Otani is like a mix between Fernando and Yasiel Puig when he was at his height. Dude can rock it and just rake he the ball. He can run. So I know you guys know the story. So you know he's not pitching next year. Yeah, he's not pitching next year. But just with his bat, being a DH is going to help us out. Big How, who's he going to help? He's going to help Freddie Freeman's going to see pitches that he's never seen before. Mookie Betts Mookie, is going to see pitches he's never seen can, before. We can go on and on I and on. I know. This team and is going to be. I think it's huge for the city. I wish I could have. I don't know. Do you guys. Is this. What, like, for instance, when is this episode going to go? This will drop on Friday. Friday. Okay. I wish. I, I, I didn't think about it. I should have sent you the sketch. That I shot with me and my six-year-old son. Oh, my God. It is it. hilarious. Send and you guys, like on this episode, if you could play it. So basically the sketch <laughs> is, I said, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers uh, sign uh, Otani uh-huh. 
10 years, 700 million, right? Right. And I say, baseball dads be like. <laughs> yes. And you're going to see, I will, I'm literally. Maybe we can drop, send it to us and maybe Aaron, yeah, we can 10 drop 10 o'clock at night, he's hitting in the game. Daddy, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> Shut up. You think Otani went to bed at 8 o'clock? <laughs> and then, you know, then you cut to, he's in the bathtub. He's like, Daddy, I don't want to get my mitt wet. I'm like, go. hey, man, you're going to be playing games in the rain. That's okay? it. Keep your mitt above water. <laughs> and, then, and then I do another one. He's in bed. He's like, Daddy, do I have to sleep with my bat? Look, man, I need you to dream about home runs tonight. That's right. That's right. Okay? Now, repeat after me. Let's say our prayers. Dear Heavenly Dodgers. I, I mean, God. dear Heavenly Father. So it went viral. It's hilarious. Great. I love it. And just to give it. my son a shout out, because yeah. it's about sports. So he's six years old. Mm-hmm. And he just broke the Sherman Oaks Little League. Been around. It's a great little league. something years. It's a great little he league. broke. The T-Ball League record. Let's Amen. go. Let's By go. Giancarlo Stanton, who, Notre the $259 Dame graduate. million dollar Yankee, mm-hmm. hit the, the, the record has been standing since he was five years old. Oh, my God. Into, and it was 11 home runs. Let's go. Over the fence. And my son, Legend, 15 I home love runs. that his name is Legend. So, so hit don't, over don't the, set so, a high bar for him or anything. Yeah, legend. and his name is Legend. God damn. So he hit, he hit 15 <laughs> dingers out of the park, so it was all in the so, news and everything. So, all right. So we're going to keep an eye on this kid because 10, legend years, 10 years from now. 10 years from now, Legend When the Thomas. Dodgers are like, all right, who's our Legend guy? And then you can retire on your This on kid's going to be set. What? Let's go. Right. Right. Absolutely. It's and insurance. then it's like baseball cards coming back around again. So the, the whole, Here's my hope. Here's my wish for you. Yes. As we're, we'll take a break and we'll yes. do these quick hit stories yeah, yes. after this. My wish for you mm-hmm. is that someday your son continues with baseball, yes. makes it into the league. He's a star. It, it, it even just makes it into the league and you have his card. That's it. Absolutely. That's it. Great and I'm going to gonna blow it up the size of a yeah, billboard of you in my living room. You don't think I'm not? <laughs> no. no that's every Remember yeah. the name, Legend Thomas. Oh, dude, we Legend are not going to forget that. All right, let's take a quick break. Alex Thomas is with us. We'll talk about it. He's got an unbelievable book that he takes out on the road with him. That you guys, We'll talk about that on the other side of the break, and then we'll let you know where you can see us. Uh, it's View from, View from the Cheap Seats. Alex Thomas is with us. We'll be right back. All right, I want to talk. Let's talk about game time. Talk about game time. I love this. I could talk about this and do talk about it to everybody. When we're not on the air, it it sounds like we're doing an ad for game time because we've gotten so many of our friends in I told my cousin Steve Schwartz, you got to get game time. He did, got tickets at the Sphere for you too. What? And had an amazing time, got incredible seats and got it like the day before he was so I got Wilco tickets here in Los Angeles, a band I love last minute, didn't know if I was going to be able to make it to the show, found out I could, and then I got to go. Game Time revolutionizes all of this. You shouldn't have to worry about, you know, or am I going to get tickets for the next big event? Game Time's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, theater, and events you want to see. You see the view from your seat as you're purchasing the ticket. The prices are great. It just makes you feel like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. This is the experience I'm going to have. By the way, all in prices show your total upfront, so it's not like when you go on certain sites and you're like, wait, they charge me a whole other ticket per ticket. No, all the Prices are up front. You buy the tickets. Uh, you can get them. You know what you're getting. It's great. Before two you go taps, to Jay. Two taps. That's what I like. So take the guesswork out of it. Out of buying tickets with Game Time. All you got to do is download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code Cheap Seats for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code C H E A P S E A T S. All one word for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Alex Thomas is with us. Uh, the Sklar Brothers! <laughs> You've got this book that you showed us that we now have, each of us have a copy of that you take out on the road, and we'll hold it up right here. What's the name of it? The name of it is... The, the funny, funny don't, don't stop. stop. Say it one more time. The, the funny, funny don't, don't stop. stop. What about Alex the people Thomas. in the back? Funny don't stop. And so the, the funny point don't it. stop is the name of my next one hour special. Ooh, hey, I love it's that. the name of my podcast, which I want you guys to come we on. We'll do it. Uh, in we've done 200 episodes. Let's Cedric go. the Entertainer was my last guest. St. Louis guy. Yes, it's love called him. The Funny Don't Stop Show. I love it. And uh, these are jokes. These are animated jokes of yours. So you met a guy who was like, I love your stuff. I would love to draw. A Jewish man, no less. Mike Goldstein, a Jew out of Philly. Thank coolest you. dude on the planet. Illustrated by Mike Goldstein. So he saw your stuff and had probably in his own mind as an artist a vision of drawing what you're a dude. joke or a bit of yours. And he compiled all these and it's dude. just awesome. I it's crazy it, because he literally was just a fan. Right? Yeah. Dude, and I he love just him. I was looking through the book. The it's hilarious. It's phenomenal. And he was just like, yo, tell me if you like this. My name is Mike Goldstein. I'm an artist. And I do. he was doing some stuff for Seinfeld and other I love people. It, man. And I was like, yo, I love that. He was like, let's turn some of your jokes and your and your crazy ideas into a book. I and it. I had never even stocking about stuffer. This stocking is what you stuffer. give somebody at these holiday seasons. And I'm now say. on Amazon's bestseller list. Go. So all you gotta do is first of all, you go to my Instagram, funny man Alex Thomas, Great. click the link in the bio, and it takes you straight to the book on Amazon. Or Go when you see it. me live, I sell them for $20 and you get a picture and autograph. But Do when it live, it's on Amazon, yeah. $24.99. Funny Boom. man Alex Thomas has all your, you have all your dates and stuff yes, yes, where yes, people yes. can see. Okay. Where, are you going anywhere uh, end of the year or beginning of the year where people can Any see Any tour live? dates coming up that you, you want to You know what, promote? man? I just did my last show uh, of this year. Right. Uh-huh. So I get a month. I get Shut a, I get a month. Last it. week, Shut last week I did uh, New York and Alabama. I was at the Stardome in Alabama. God damn. Uh, yeah, and uh, Hilarity's down in Huntsville, nice. Alabama. So. Which is great, by the way. I've heard Huntsville is oh, a yeah. really cool town. Great comedy comedy city. Great. But uh, this month, man, I just get to be home with, I love kids. It. with the kids. How, Amen. How nice is that? We love it. So we got a couple shows yes, coming. Yes, we got some shows coming. We have, I mean, we're home and around, so we're not oh, on the okay. road, but we're doing shows. We got shows coming up at the Ice House. We got, we're doing Amy Mann's Christmas show at okay. the uh, Largo. At Largo, which is going to be great, the 18th, 19th, 20th, But 21st. then, top of the New Year. Year. Top, top of the new year, we're doing uh, Portland. We'll be at Hilarities for or Helium. One, excuse me, Helium, helium yeah, yeah, for yeah. one night in Portland on the 4th of January. Then the 5th, we're doing the Wet City uh, Comedy Tour. What's the Wet City? What Wet City Comedy Fest is in uh, in Seattle at the Crocodile. Crocodile is an old rock club. And so we're oh, performing okay. there. We're headlining that. And then uh, we're going to be in Alaska in Fairbanks on the 18th. Shut up. I love Alaska. I got the, uh, do we have to hurry up? Why? Because I have a Fairbanks, Alaska quick-ass story. Let's hear it. It's called AKA the North Pole. Let's yes. Do y'all know that? Yeah. Have you been there? Oh, yes. they do all the North Pole stuff. Yes. yes. Man, when I tell it's you amazing. I got to meet Santa Claus and <laughs> and Rudolph the Red Nose right here. Right. So first thing people go is <clears throat> Who is black in Fairbanks, Alaska? Mm-hmm. I was like, believe it or not, mm-hmm. it was a military base. No yes. way, that's right. And that's I right. felt like I was in Compton. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> when I tell you there was fifteen hundred ex Crips and Bloods, come on, in Fair, the furthest point north in damn near the world. Yes. I love Fairbanks. Sold out, incredible show. But here's the crazy part. I'll make it real fast. Mm-hmm. It was the coldest day in North Pole, aka Fairbanks history. Sixty-one 
below. Did Come you on. have a coat that could handle that? Did I have a coat, man? I wore four <laughs> pairs of underwear. Right. I wore six condoms just yeah. to try to warm up everything, right? That's right. And how about this? I get there and two other comics miss their flights. Of course. So the promoter goes, oh, Can you dude. do an hour? Can you stretch <laughs> right. it? Can you stretch it? And you're no, like, how about yes, it goes I like can. this. Can you do the two? The next flight comes in in three hours, so we got three hours to stall. I was like, so what are we going to do up here? Yeah. Can't make this up. The promoter goes, you guys want to hit the strip club? Stop. Shit. Well, <laughs> the strip club. They strip from their jacket just to a, do a Man, long underwear. It was a too hot cocoa minimum. In <laughs> That's right. The, chick, the chicks had turtlenecks on That's right. with ski suits. That's right. I, I, that I, is them stripping down. I ended up in a strip club with some big booty butt naked Eskimos. Uh-huh. And it was the craziest on, thing ever. But I mean, it, it, dude, it was that's incredible. what it is. So we're going to Fairbanks on the 18th. I love these guys. And we're performing at like the uh, Fairbanks Arts Center. It's going to be great. I love that Can't place. Love it. And then uh, we got uh, the Comedy Works Denver South Club. I we're love doing. Comedy Works. I love great. that club. And then at the beginning of uh, February, and then Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Detroit, which okay. we're doing uh, the beginning of March, and then Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis the beginning of February or beginning of April, and then at the end of April doing the Moon Tower. Comedy and I Festival. forgot one thing: Chris sure. Spencer's Comedy Show. Yes. I am here in town. Yes. and I forgot it's December twentieth. Okay, it's at the Miracle Theater. Great, and it's uh, put on by the Elliott Brothers. Chris does a show once a month. Great, and it's at the Miracle Theater uh, Wednesday, December twentieth. You know who Jay Farrow is? Yes, Jay Farrow's uh, headline. On the show, I love it, Chris bro. is the host. It's me, Melanie Camacho, and Memphis Will. I love it. Phenomenal. I love Go it. Go see that show. Go see that show. All right, let's uh, get in some cricket, shall we? Let's do it. All right, so. I mean, your son plays, is now going to start playing all the youth sports. Does he play basketball? He's a serious basketball okay. player, baseball. Soccer and golf. So okay. his son, that's amazing. His son plays basketball. He used to play baseball. Okay. Uh, but he's in basketball. And his son is a, on the freshman team at Notre Dame High School. Oh, right he's, down the street from the house. That's right. Go. He's Congratulations. A good player. What's his jersey number so I'll remember? Uh, he's 20. Number 20. 20. Number 20. Okay. Great kid. But like, Jay, you've seen your fair share of. So I, I just went to Notre Dame the other night uh-huh. and I saw Mercy Miller, Master P's kid. Yeah, play. yeah, yeah. 68 points. 68 right? points on Monday night. I saw him score in the third quarter like 30 How tall points. is he? He's 6'4 only but like only he's in high school that's huge I mean but he's not like it's good so, for so a I'm two saying, guard or a one so guard. he's going to Houston next year University of Houston he's already he's, he's a, a four good star program. he's a four star but like they were like get it to him and he would just yeah. drive and he'd make it or he'd spot it from three and he'd Take the shot. So it was, he was interesting. He was unconscious in that game. And Your it was son tennis. plays on the team with him? Not with him. My son's oh. on the freshman team. Oh, okay. He's on the varsity oh, team. Okay, okay. But my son's on the freshman team. My son's not even getting minutes because on yeah, the freshman team, you got three kids who can dunk. Yeah, 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 Their yeah, freshman yeah. team could have beaten our varsity team. Do they play Sierra school. Canyon? Yeah, they That's right. They beat them last year. Yeah, they beat them. My, beat my them. son, my kids go to uh, uh, Campbell Hall, so yeah. I heard they play each other. We just beat Campbell Hall. Campbell Hall is a good school, too. That's a good school. But he's only in third grade, so that's... He'll get I mean, time. I'm sorry. My daughter's in third grade. He's, he's in kindergarten. 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 He's, he's, he's got, got time. time. He's got time. He's got time. time. He's right. got time right. So anyway, so I mean, you know, these guys, especially the refs, like you're not going to get every call right. That's true. Okay. That's true. I want to make a plea out to all like parents, parents out there. Coaches. <laughs> Just leave these people yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, if yeah. it's a call that ruins the game. This right, is where right, you right, teach right. your son right, or daughter. Right. Life isn't fair. They're not going to get all the calls you want. Don't right. be Patrick Mahomes like this past weekend and get all upset. And he was wrong. And he was wrong. Andy Reid came out and said you Come were on, wrong. Man. Come on. So it's like just, just, just. But what's crazy is there was a a fight between. You never see this between two refs. Between two refs. This was recently that happened between two I didn't refs. See that? Oh, it happened. Video, I think I'm just going to show you the, these really? guys squaring, squaring off. off. Squaring off. Is at that high court. school? 
I, it was like a AAU type game, but like what two refs. What are you arguing about? But how do you then do the rest of the game? Uh, who refs the refs? Yeah, that's right. Is it the is scorer's that table? Coach can say you're out of here. That's right. The coach just throws them. I I'm mean, thinking was, that had to do something with a baby mama or something outside. Definitely. Of the- yes. That's that's <laughs> other is, issues. This is an it argument. Have been a traveling call. No, but this is no. an right. argument that started three games ago. That is right. now Thank getting you. played out. You right didn't here. pay me. Or back. you owe me money from when we were in high school. Right. That's it. And now we're it's both a, refs. It's track. a you owe me money. Thanks. It's just yeah. like you don't want to see that stuff. I'm just like, all right, okay. So remember when no one in the NFL would give Colin Kaepernick a job? Just be. Because after he, he thoughtfully consulted with the Navy SEAL about how I should, how can I protest in a way that is thoughtful, in a way that's thoughtful during the national anthem, and then no one gave him a job. Yeah. Well, now Buffalo Bills defensive coordinator Sean McDermott apparently in a team meeting four years ago said that he wanted the defense to have better communication, like the nine eleven hijackers. In a meeting, in a meeting, team meeting, he said he still has his job. Can you job. repeat that one more time? He said, said, "I wish you got. I wish you guys had better communication. You need to be on the same page, like those nine eleven hijackers." And he still has his job. Can we? And we wouldn't give Colin Kaepernick a job. Now, you know, come on. You know what I'm hey, saying? Man, I'm a thousand percent. I mean. How's That's this guy still have a job? Right That's there. some bullshit. So you're like, wait a Jesus. second. It, that, that'd almost be like, I wish everyone showed up to practice on time like the Nazis. Like, hey, right, you right, can't say right, that. Right, right, right. You can't on, say man. that. Why don't you Come do on. everything you're supposed to say like Massa used to say to the slaves? No, nope. I mean, cannot say like, it. What? He cannot Are you it. crazy? Come All right, on, man. So, so Come on. We have to teach our kids how to win gracefully. Exactly. We have to teach our kids how to lose gracefully. I teach my, stuff, my son stuff like just simple stuff like, hey, man, every time somebody gives you a high five, you look at him in the eye. That's a good. When somebody, another man shakes shake your, your hand. hand shake it. You and look, look at you. Eat, whatever great, you're going to say, whether great. it's thank you or I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You look him in the face. Great. Every time, like you know, people go, "Good job, lady." He'll go like this. I, I'll no. stop. I'll stop him. No, look him in his look face. Look him in the eye. So, men's college basketball team loses a game. You ready for the score? One hundred and eight to fourteen. Say that one more time. 108 to 14. That's so, and a matchup Ooh. between North Dakota State, which is okay. a real school. A real school. Right? Men's basketball team uh, and a non Division one team on Sunday. So the. Uh, oh, I thought you could say they played against some toddlers. No. <laughs> uh, uh, essentially. And so they're at, so this, 108 to 14. They didn't stop the game after a 90 point lead. Right. Like, <laughs> at this point, you got to put in the scrubs and you're like, put in the team manager. The clock like, get it. a guy playing in khakis out there. You know what I mean? Like, he's got <laughs> dress shoes funny. on. <laughs> he's playing out there. Khakis. <laughs> Why is the mascot running the point? Right, right, right. So, that, so again, it's like, what do you even say in the, in the locker room? If you're either team. I think you go like this. Uh, guys, as your coach, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, you suck. Yeah. And anyone that wants to go home now, yeah. put it because it's not going to make a difference. Right. And, or, and if you're the coach of the winning team, you're like, okay, guys, look, it's 90 to 8. If we get to 100, we're going to stop pressing them, all right? That's right. We're going to stop full court pressing. Also, like, you can say to them, here, if this is if I were the coach of the team that right, won right. 108 to 14, I would walk in at halftime because God knows what the score was at halftime. Probably, probably like 70 to 70 four. to four or something like oh, that. I probably God. would walk in there and be like, all right, here's what we're doing wrong. <laughs> here's, what we're doing wrong. here's where we can improve. Right, right. No, you come in and 
just act like a real coach and be like, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> what is wrong with act you? Act like you're really doing something. You I know? mean, wasn't that that great? I'm not it was, even remembering. Uh, the Jordan. Bobby Knight Jordan story. story. I mean, that's a great story, the Bobby Knight Jordan story. Do you Rest remember it? Rest in peace, Bobby Knight. Right. Bobby Knight yeah. said something like, Jordan scored like 28 points in the first half of like, it was of a Team USA. Team like USA game. game. And, and he said, I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to go after Jordan at the beginning in, in this in this speech. Right. And I'll be like, you missed two picks over here and you missed three things over here and let's clean up your game and da 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 like went after right, Jordan. Right, right, right. And as he was walking out of the room, he's like, uh, I think that should get him going for the second half. And it did. It did. And it worked. It, it worked. Did. I mean, that was a young Jordan too. That was a Jordan. young, you know what I mean? Young, young impre- impressionable Jordan. Exactly. All right, guys. Hey, we have a great Patreon. So you have to join our Patreon in order to see it. Uh, Alex is going to break it down with us. And Again. even maybe in our Patreon, we'll have him tell uh, Eric. Oh yeah, we'll have him tell his Eric Davis story in the Patreon. You yeah, have why to, not? You have to get and become a Patreon member to hear him tell this Eric Davis story. Uh, dude, thanks for joining us on this show. Man, I had a ball. We so much fun. Thank you for having me. I dude. love it. There right it in the eye. Right in the eye. And let's do it again. We'll, we'll do, do it again. again and we'll do your podcast. We'll do yours and again, sure. hold up the book one more time so All people right, know. The book. Funny, don't stop. Pick it up. Again, great. On Amazon. Great stocking stuffer and follow this yeah. guy and watch him. Funny uh, man, Alex Thomas on Instagram. Support him. Support him and we'll be right back with a fantastic voicemail on the other side of this break. Alex Thomas. Love him. Love him. It's like Great hang. energy. I didn't feel like I was doing a podcast there. I felt Great like it was energy. Just, it was just a hang. Uh, all right, before we get out of here, we got a voicemail from Ozzy, Ozzy Guillen. It's the holidays, and I want to hear what's going on with him. Take a listen. Hey, Randy and Jason. It's Ozzy Guillen. Uh, happy, happy everything. Merry everything. <laughs> so, a couple things on my mind. Number one about that. I, I have, number one, I have been working, uh, as you know, part-time in the, in the Williams-Sonoga. And they have, a, they have in, the, in the Schaumburg Mall. And they have a lot of stuff that's great. And I want to invite you guys to come down, friends or family, and you can get 30% on a lot of different things. I don't know if you need uh, a new, uh, uh, like a serving platter, or you, uh, you maybe want um, uh, like a shaping dish. But you can get all of that stuff. And, uh, and if you need a new Brable toaster, they have the front open toaster. That's the best kind to do. You can do it. You can cook a chicken in there. I did it one time. It's very messy. But, but you can do it. But the other thing about this, I don't know. There's no kind of soap opera going on at, uh, at work for me. Thank God. But I hear about in Chicago sport. And now you got this, this phenom, Connor Bidar. And his wife is getting... Uh, she's getting it from the other guy on the team. The mom, Connor Bidar, mom, is getting it from a guy, a winger, on the on the Blackhawk. And Adam just, I don't know what happened to this country, but if you trace it back, it's all around 2005. After that, I won the championship, and they let me go, and then the the, the tiles start to fall off the roof. Of the society, and and now you look, Chicago sport is the epicenter. You got Justin Field, he hang on to the ball way too long. Yeah, I got Matt Eberflus, he looked like everybody's kid's orthodontist. And then you have Connor Bedard's mom, she's, hey, I don't know, she's probably beautiful. Connor Bedard is 17 years old, she's probably 30 years old, right? And she's looking good, and she's showing up at the UC, and this guy said, hey, uh, meet me in a little while at the at the uh, at the uh, Chelly Chelly's Chili Bar. That's the Chelios have the and we used to pour we party in the Chelly Chili Bar, and that, and so she probably they're hanging out there. A lot of coke in there and a lot of everything else that you need. But I don't know what happened. I worried about that. 
but come on out and I can validate your parking and then we can go to Hokkaido and do all you eat sushi, but you got to bring a Pepto. I love you guys. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Wow, mm-hmm. Ozzy. Uh, just keep it all in, man. Keep it right under Hang the surface. In there, buddy. Hang in there. We love you. And we love all of you guys. Hey, we'll uh, we'll see you guys if you're in L.A. at the um, uh, Amy Man Christmas shows. I think there's still tickets available for the 19th and 20th at Largo. Uh, and then we have a big Largo show coming up on February 5th. Very excited about that. Zach Alfanakis, uh, Judd, Apatow, Judd Apatow, yeah. and maybe some others on that show. But that's going to be really good. All this stuff and then come see us supersclarus.com we have lots of dates coming up in the new year get those tickets now send a message to all those clubs if you near if you live nearby it that you love your Sklar brothers like we love you guys and we'll see you out the shows punch waterfall we'll see you next week with our uh next week is the music episode boom there you go and then the next week chat waterhouse and then the next week character episode merry christmas happy new year happy hanukkah we love you guys happy kwanzaa